Hello, you guys. What is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Patricia is here coming hot after a workout. I feel like usually you like you look far more presentable than me. I think this is the one time that I would say we're equal leveled because Fair. I look the Fair. exact same as I always do. Fair. Yeah, I just went for – I asked Catherine to start 15 minutes later because I went for a run and did some abs and stretched. And then I was seemingly distracted when you joined because I'm ordering our book because I keep forgetting her book club. And I'm my plan is to, like, read it on my trip this weekend uh, to get through a lot of it. But I hadn't ordered it yet. But thank goodness for Amazon, you know? Was that not part of your self-care challenge was to order that book? So are you doing it as we start the pod? <laughs> It's done. It's been placed. I did it as we started. Check. Oh, you're the one who wants to do yoga twice in one day. At least I did it before the pod was over. Like before I even had to talk about my self care. So we can just do it in the middle of the pod now. Yeah, if you want a downward dog in the pod, go for it, girl. I'll just be reading in the middle of the pot. You just keep talking. I'm just, I got to get my 50 pages in here. Sure. I mean, it might be a little bit of a boring episode for people, but you know. We are all dying for a solo Patricia episode. What are you talking about? I don't even know what I would talk about. Like when you went on the beach vacation and I made that comment of like, oh, no way. I would just ramble by myself for an hour. People are like, yes. And by people, I mean, like, three people. But, like, what? <laughs> and, like, three strangers, not, like, my friends commenting on it. You know? That's good. But, like, what would I talk about? Whatever interests you. Gosh. You would you would probably die editing that. You would just be like, what is happening here? I would probably honestly love it. I would be laughing. Honestly, the last episode, I was dying laughing. Not at like the sad, traumatizing stories, um, mm-hmm. but like the ending, talking about like Buddy and like, knitting with needles and like mm. the one comment someone made to you of like, wow, you really have your life. I was cackling, editing it. I was like, this is a great episode. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I need to listen still. Um, that will be my commute tomorrow. So should be fun. Yeah, enjoy. Anyway, how are you and did you do your self-care challenge beyond buying the book the minute that this podcast started? Yes, um, I am good. Lots of big, exciting things coming up. Um, overall, doing good. I did not do this past week's self-care challenge of booking my personal self-care day, but I did the weeks before self-care challenge of buying the remainder of the items to finish decorating my room and like printing photos for it. So I don't know if that counts, but I'm just playing catch up. Well, so I don't know if you went into our um, Monday platform and our like whatever. I created a new column to keep track of who is actually doing their self-care challenge. So here going forward, there's like fail as in both of us failed. And then it's like Patricia only, Catherine only. And then I think I have success Mm. or something. I don't know. And that means like both of us. So does this count as me failing? Well, you like half did it. Dang it. I mean, you don't get like we don't get fail unless both of us Mm. flopped. (laughs) 
I know, but I'm extremely competitive, so like I have to get more than you. I'm gonna go back to the previous episodes and like mark it down. I to. thought about doing that, and I went to the one previously, and yes, we discuss it in the beginning, but also the beginning is 20 minutes long, and I was like, how long do I want to re-listen to every episode to figure out who did the chat? I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. When we first started potting, our like catch up would be like six minutes. Now it's like. If it's under 20, it's short. <laughs> I mean, this is the best part of the pod. From our eyes, at least. I don't know. <laughs> it's the best part of the pod. Sure. Okay, anyways. Otherwise, um, how are you? Are you hyped for Taylor Swift? I am so hyped. Um, but I have to tell you about this awkward moment today because I was ending a meeting and it was one of my last meetings this week with like a full team and somebody was like, oh my gosh, Patricia, I have so much fun this weekend. And then it became a, Patricia, what are you doing? I'm going to see Taylor Swift, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And somebody asked on a scale of one to 10, how crazy Taylor Swift fan are you? Like 10 being like all the Easter eggs, major down Swiftie. the rabbit holes, all the merch, major Swifty. And I was like, probably an 8.5. Like I know all of her songs. I don't really stay up till midnight to listen to the albums. Mm -hmm. But, like, I listen first thing the next day, and I do not know all – I don't go down the Easter egg theories, but I will, like, entertain. dabble in, like – I will entertain. I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I would click a BuzzFeed article on it, right? He goes, oh, I would say my sister-in-law is, like, a 9.8 considering she has a Taylor Swift tattoo. And I was like, oh, okay. You no, know, but, I mean, people do that. I, I made a face um, – but people do that. There's a lot of – I mean, I have no, a no. Batman tattoo, so, like, let's be honest. I made a face because, Catherine, our tattoo is technically the title of a Taylor Swift song. I didn't even think about it. Oh, my God. So I made a face, and he goes, no, you have a Taylor Swift tattoo? So then this whole meeting of multiple people, a whole team, like, erupts, and, like, we have to know this story. Like, one, we can't believe you have a tattoo, and two, it's Taylor Swift-themed. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not – the whole point of the tattoo. Um, yes, I... and then I had to explain to my team at work, one, that I have a tattoo, two, what it is, and three, that it's not entirely for Taylor Swift, but one could take it in that fashion, but that does not move me up on the scale of a crazy Swifty. Right? Please tell me how I totally forgot that that was, like, kind of the origin of, mm -hmm. I am mind blown. <laughs> the way you were like, oh my god, she would have that tattoo, and I'm like, um. <clears throat> so that was fun today. But yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited. I think too. I think I'm going to be this person. Like, I have my era that, like, I'm dressing as for the concert, but mm -hmm. I'm low-key like, do I kind of have this era the whole weekend? Oh, oh my gosh. If you want, my, I mean. But I would be able to make an amazing reel. <gasps> True. That nobody's asking for but me. Um, just, like, subtly, you know? Like, like a little. But you can't see me winking because we don't have a video, but I'm winking with my little. We get it. We'll see. We'll see. It might be fun. It might be fun. I'm just going to be speechless this whole entire time. The fact that we have a Taylor Swift tattoo, I'm, 
I I'm just <laughs> it was so long ago I forgot. Like I honestly I forgot. Did you get it removed? Like <laughs> just Honestly, I forget I have I forget I have a tattoo so often. Um, but yeah, it was kind of awkward when he said that because he was like, Oh, at least you don't have this tattoo. And I was like, (laughs) It's very like subtle though. You know, it's not like um a direct like he was talking about his sister-in-law has like on her forearm like Taylor Swift lyrics. I would not do that. Okay. Well, that's like um Hailey Bieber has lover. Like in the same font as like the lover cover art, um, mm. you know, like that's that's a commitment. We ain't there. That's a commitment. We ain't there. We ain't there. It's definitely not any Taylor Swift fonts or anything. Also, she announced. I hope you saw last weekend yes. at her Nashville stop. Oh, I'm so excited, and I love the new cover art. Obsessed. Well, so I didn't. Re- I'm gorgeous. See, here's the thing. You're far more of a Swifty than I am. Like. Mm. Love her, but at the same time, not not at that level. Um, so I didn't realize that her recreations, the Taylor's version, it's her looking the opposite direction now. Mm-hmm. Very clever. Like, so subtle, yeah. but clever. I just think she or her team of people are just the, – the small creative details like that, they never miss. Mm-hmm. They never miss. It's – it's kind of fun to, like, follow along. So there's this other fan theory – that there is a like one of the number one best selling books on Amazon right now is set to release July 9th. It has no author, no title, nothing. And there's this theory that it's a Taylor Swift biography, like or a Taylor Swift book. Because she posted on her Instagram, Dear Reader, and she's posted like one of her last videos ended as if she was the author. So people are like, you could put anything together about Taylor Swift thinking everything's a clue. But it is a book with an unknown author title, just a release date, and people are assuming it's like a Taylor Swift book. Wait, and people are already buying it? Mm-hmm. They're pre-ordering it. But they have no idea what the heck it is. Mm-hmm. Not wild. Okay, well, Swifties are crazy. are crazy. Swifties are crazy. Yeah. So that's where I would say if, like, you're there, you're a 10. I'm not there. I'm interested that there's this theory, but I'm not there. Oh, see, I don't even know about the theories. So I'm not there. (laughs) So you're, like, a six and a half. Like, you know all her music. You keep up with the new albums. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, every time a new album drops. But even, like, the Taylor's version, I – Gotta admit, I don't listen to every single new album. Like, like the new songs that have dropped in the Taylor's version, I don't, I don't know them because I'm not. Do you not, not know the ten minute deep. version of All Too Well? Oh, were you kidding? I know that. Okay, I was oh about to say gosh. we have the, serious problems. Okay, well that that song is different from I think like the other yeah. ones. Yeah. But the like movie, I'm going to call it. They called it like a short film mm. or something. I don't even mm-hmm. remember. It was a music video. So good. Yeah. Like I She directed that, didn't she? She directed it? I'd be or, shocked like, written by. If she didn't. Yeah. Um, I know she's used like Blake Lively as like a director in another one of her videos, but Yeah. I feel like she does like doesn't she direct a lot of her music videos now? I don't know. I, I'm not See, if even. I was a 10, if we were a 10, we would know. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, I loved it because it's even the attention to details in that of like the two actors she chose were the actual like age difference of like her and we all know who she was referencing. Um, like, you know, she- I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wild. Yes. Yes. Wild. Yeah. So, I mean, the first 12 minutes of this episode are now just Taylor Swift fan theories. Um, so basically, Anything Patricia's else? doing well. Um, I'm doing well. This week is going so slow. I'm so excited for the weekend. It's like a kid waiting for Christmas. Girls weekend. I'm ready. I'm hype. I I don't know if I'm going to be like depressed that it's over next week or I'm going to be riding a high. Stay tuned. I will say um, Shannon Ford. Mm-hmm. shared the most on her stories that I've seen out of anyone. And it was it was a lot of fun like seeing like more of what actually happens in the concert. It looks it looks crazy. It looks so cool. I know I knew she was going to the concert, so I like watched her outfits leading up to it and then I let her stories expire because I yeah. just don't I don't I want to experience it all for the first time there and then I will watch everything back. But Oh, I'm so excited. Anyway, anyway, how are you? Did you do your self-care challenge? Are you the winner this week? I can confidently say I won. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you very much. Tick one for Catherine. Woo. Whatever. Um, I think because I have flopped the last few times, I was more motivated to do it this time of like, Catherine, don't be a flop. Stop flopping. Mm -hmm. We're not in our flop Mm -hmm. era. So... Yes, I did it. I didn't get on my phone the first hour every morning that I woke up. And I said that I would journal every day. I ended up modifying that a little bit. So the the, the rule was I had to at least do it five days, whatever. I did it mm-hmm. five days. But I, you know, the first hour of the day, journaling doesn't take me an hour. So I no. ended up like reading, you know. So I was still mm. doing other things, uh, which ended mm-hmm. up being aka reading. So yeah, it was nice. That's good. How is our – are you reading our um, Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty? I'm flopping between that one and the pregnancy book, honestly. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're further than me because I just bought it, but it's fine. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm on page – I think I made like 20-page progress. I think I'm on page like 70 or 75, so I'm like mm-hmm. – I'm not too far deep into it. Um but still making progress. I got to like really figure out what the date is that we're recording. Because I think we have like five weeks or something before it's we It's the last it. recording we're doing in June. But see, mm, no, it's – it's Yeah. Because the then we – have before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, How did you enjoy journaling? Like did you – and like not being on your phone, did it feel like it set a different mood for you or – um? Yes, because like I, I I have found this to be true. I've heard it, but I've also found it to be true. The way you spend the first hour of your day is the way you spend the rest of your day. So it's mm-hmm. like if you wake up and you're immediately scrolling, you're going to be drawn more to your phone throughout the day to just like scroll. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was like waking up and getting immediately on Instagram. And it's like, I don't need to be Mm-mm. doing this. So I should honestly check my screen time and see if my screen time was down. But I feel like I was less drawn my phone because even this morning like I didn't really get on my phone until 10 o'clock which was mm-hmm. great like so nice to not be on it so yeah nice 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 um how are you otherwise how was your week 
I'm good. Um, oh, so I had my anatomy scan, which I mean, I already mm-hmm. gave you the update. But yeah, I have like they weren't able to see everything that they needed to see. So I have another ultrasound, which is sweet it's and nice. awesome. You know, I kind of warned you of that. Like it's a bonus, a little bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, babe is 90th percentile. So large child. Well, you never know because they could have just went through a growth spurt. Like next time you go, they might be a little more average. You never know, but they might stay 90 percentile too. Yes. Well, so – and here's the thing because I actually think my due date is probably wrong. Um, usually my cycle is like incredibly normal, incredibly consistent. But that month my like natural cycles app was predicting my ovulation early and I was like, oh, this is weird, whatever. And then it was saying that like my period should be like four days early and I was like, no, my period always starts on Saturday. Like it always Mm -hmm. starts on Saturday, what the heck. So then when I had my very first appointment, they were like, oh, you're actually measuring four days ahead. And I was like, well, my cycle's super regular, but technically if I ovulated early that month, whatever. So I think I'm like actually like slightly ahead, but like four days is not big of a deal. So four days is not going to change like the height and weight, like 90%. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Like it was enough for them to like tell in like the initial, which is like crazy mm-hmm. how they can narrow it down to like that day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, my doctor was basically just like delivering a large baby is no fun. So we're going to try to avoid that for you. But like, obviously, it's just like keeping track the whole way through. Like, how are they growing? Like, what's their estimated yeah. size type thing so yeah and you still have a lot of time like you're a little over halfway like yes who knows what will fluctuate change exactly yeah I'm not I'm not really worried about it um so I did have like my announcement series everything else and then people have been asking me about the gender and I like put like a question box on my Instagram stories and someone was like I was going to guess the gender I don't even remember what they said but they were like Patricia in the episode said him so then I had to listen back to the whole episode of like, did Patricia say I was talking him? about my babe. I listened to the whole entire thing. The only times you said him is when you were referring to your babe. But there is a them yeah. in there. Like th- there's a lot of thems. Um, yes. So one of the thems kind of sounded like a him. But I was like, Patricia didn't leak it. I spill no secrets. I spill no secrets. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and then in the episode – that like by the time everyone listens to this, you haven't listened to it, but the one we just recorded, we were talking about the anatomy scan and you said like when you had your ultrasound, like he wasn't in the right position, had to get the spine checked. So you were like, you said like he, he. So I was like, oh my gosh, are people going to think it's boy? But at this point, everyone knows. So Patricia, do you want to share what I'm having? You want to do the review? Drummle. <laughs> Little baby E is going to have a bestie boy. Yeah. No, I thought about that even when I was speaking and I was like, I will refer to my babe as a he and a him. Yeah. But then I was kind of like, uh, maybe people will realize it. And then this last episode, Chris was listening to it and he was like, oh, Catherine gave away the gender because she said people were using a name you were considering. And I was like, but we are considering that name potentially For future. as upcoming. Yeah. So I didn't think you gave it away. But, you know, anyway – Exciting. I'm sorry if I spilled the news. You definitely did not. Okay. I re-listened the whole episode because I was like, for one, I reviewed the episode. You reviewed the episode. Like, we would have caught it. I was like, there's no. People are wanting to hear what they want to hear. 
Now that they know. Meanwhile, six episodes into the year, you could have figured out Catherine was asking a trillion pregnancy questions. <laughs> that. That. But, you know, it's fine. Throw me under the bus. I ruin everything. I had a marvelous time. It's fine. And we're done with Taylor Swift for the day. <laughs> I thought about this. Like, how can I put a small, sly Taylor Swift quote into my out of office for Monday? Oh, I'm sure there's a million you could use. There's gotta be something. Patricia can't come to the phone me. right now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling out of office. <laughs> <laughs> I people, gotta think of something. People would look at that and be like, what? What? <laughs> I'm thinking like only internal communications, but then I'm probably like, maybe not my best idea. We'll see. But yeah. You know. I'm sure you could do something like clever, but subtle clever but subtle that's what i'm going for and honestly i'm sure if you just googled it there's probably someone that has already like has a blog post of like 15 out of offices you can write for going to the taylor swift concert like you know and if i can't find one i'll tell you to put it on your blog and we'll we'll come up with some uh i am not that much of a swifty you suck i'll co-author it with you (laughs) sorry you need any guest posts <laughs> I haven't done guest blog posts in so long. I mean, my blog was anyway. dead for like three years there, so yeah, it's fine. So you haven't done any posts in so long, that included all that, genres included, mm, all the above. Yeah, I like came back, I like relaunched my blog, and I was like, yeah, every Thursday I'm gonna have a new blog post go live, and then I forgot how much work it was to write blog posts, and I have not been on my game. It's fine. Pod consistency. We'll focus on that consistent content see the pod is the most consistent platform the pod must prevail forever and always forever and always well we are at our standard 20 plus minutes of rambling anything else you want to get off your chest um i'm just curious how many taylor swift references we can just drop in here um and and that is all tbd I was trying to come up with one as a response, but I wasn't that quick on my feet. But I'll work on it throughout. I, I was just, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, does, does she, like, she didn't really go to college, right? I'm like, there's no college references. I just, like, jumped to, like, I'm feeling 22, but this is before we were 22. You know? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Because um, when you're 15, damn it. Somebody it tells you they love you. Love you. you. I was trying to be like, oh, you think you know everything, but I was like, no, that's a different song. Anyway, moving on. Let's let's dive in. People are annoyed with us. <laughs> so after the last episode, I just, I quite honestly had too much fun reminiscing and sharing stories. I also had too much fun going back through the prom photos that I had and finding those for us to post. Um, so we have those for reference. I could not find a photo of your red dress situation, but I think that's because I was not a part of that event. So it's not on my Facebook yeah. archives. Mm. Mom probably I'll has it. See if I can find something. Mom for sure has it. Um, but yeah, I might turn those into a reel. We'll see. Could be fun. Otherwise, it's just like a lot of photos to like click through. Yes. Um, this so way, yeah, I, I gotta try to find a fun way to do a reel or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. I also have a classic homecoming photo of us that actually sits next to our bed, my bed. So 
side table. Classic. It's nice and tan from a lifeguarding oh, so summer. Catherine had bangs. Good times. Good times. Anyway, so we had so much fun that we are making this a two-part series. This is part dos, rolling kind of the same thoughts, I guess, theme into college years. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to go first this time? Oh, I don't I don't really care. Maybe we can just bounce, 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 bounce. I don't know. Bounce, baby, bounce. Um, yeah, I feel like I always go first. Let's turn the tables. Um, and let's kind of like pick up where we left off. You had one best friend and your boyfriend ending high school. You were, you were still a swimmer and you're going into college looking to be a photography major, marketing minor. Excuse you. T- take it away. Well, double major, marketing and photography, double major. My bad, my bad. Um, Take it away. Take it away. Tell us, tell us about it. Yes. So I, I originally, I mean, I just wanted to go to college for photography, like so, so bad. And um, quite frankly, I had one parent tell me that I'd be living on the street if I pursued just photography. And I had another parent that was like, it would be a smart idea if you also major in something else like business. Agreed. You know, not, not a bad move. So I really wanted to go to like a fun college that was just like arts. I was like, yes, arts. And and then I had to make the logical decision to not do that. But I I never, not I never loved swimming because I like, I'm sure there was a time when I loved swimming, but I feel like I just kind of did it because our mom had a rule of like, you need to do a sport or some extracurricular activity. You can't just come home Sit and at home. do nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. so I just kind of stuck with it because like you and Christopher stuck with it. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's just do this. I'm going to stick with it. So when it came time for college, I was like, I'm making my own rules. I don't need to swim. So I wasn't looking at colleges for swimming at all, where I feel like you and Christopher did, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I decided on my college and I was like, oh, shoot. How am I going to make friends? (laughs) Like that was legit what was going through my head was like, I'm going to go to this brand new place Mm -hmm. where it's not like I'm leaving a huge set of friends, but I was like, I'm going to this brand new place where I'm not going to know anyone. And then I'm just going to know my roommate. And then I'm going to have to try to put myself out there and make friends. I was like, no, like that, that just like makes me cringe. I'm like, I just have to like socialize with people I don't know. So swimming seemed like a nice option to have a built-in friend group and an easy way to talk to like a smaller group of people instead of like, here's the whole college I'm entering into. Mm-hmm. And it's like already common interest. Like we have set times to hang out together. Like play dates have been organized. Exactly. I was like, this, this is the best and easiest way to make friends. So that's like Mm -hmm. legitimately why I joined the swim team. And then I know we've shared another episode. I swam up until Patricia graduated because we swam like against each other. Um, So that was two years. If people don't know our difference, you swam freshman and sophomore year. By that time, I had graduated. And I had friends. And I was like, I don't need you anymore swimming. Peace. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you also joined a sorority. Yeah. So what was the decision behind that? Oh, dear. great question. 
honestly, Greek life was pretty big at my college, like as big as it can be for a smaller D3 school. You know, it's not like the Mm -hmm. Alabama Rush HBO documentary that came out that I really want to watch. It's not like that level of Greek life, Um, but it was pretty popular and a lot of swimmers were in Greek life a lot. I would say like probably 80 to 90% of the swimmers were in Greek life. And a lot of my peers, a lot of like the other freshmen that were living on my floor were going through it. And it just seemed like fun. You know, I don't really think I had any other good reasoning other than it seemed like fun. So it just seemed like the natural progression of events. I guess. Yeah. I think because like my freshman year, I mean, I I guess kind of like everyone's freshman year. It's like you don't really know what you're doing. You're just like figuring it out and like going with the flow. Mm -hmm. You're just like trying to find your place almost, you know. It's like who's Mm -hmm. my friend group? What food do I like in the cafeteria? If you're not decided, it's like, okay, well, trying to figure out like what's your major going to be. So, yeah, I ended up going through, it was like my second semester freshman year. So I think I was like still just kind of trying to figure out life and like find my people on campus. Mm -hmm. But I loved joining a sorority. That's where like I kind of, honestly, I liked going to college and getting away from home because I felt like I had a fresh start. You know, like I didn't have all the people that had been in my hometown for freaking ever. Like no one knew me. No one at my Mm -hmm. college had come from my high school, even like the years previously, like no one was there. So it was nice to just like be whoever I wanted to be. And especially with joining a sorority, I was like, I get like multiple friends. I have all like this like whole like girl gang, like Mm -hmm. it was like a whole new chapter of my life. Hmm. Nice. So what about like, did you find it easier to make friends then in college than high school? Most definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you not feel the same? Yeah. And I think it's because like, I also went somewhere new that like, I didn't know anybody. Nobody from my high school had been there. Like one person from our hometown went to the same college two years starting after me. Like, It was like a fresh start just from a sense of like you don't feel like – and I think it was maybe internalized. Like you don't feel like there's these judgments or like they don't want to be my friend. Like there's so many people that I just like genuinely didn't know in high school but you think you know because you've been in the same class and like you've grown up with them Mm -hmm. but you don't really know who they are. And so it's like a fresh slate for everybody. Like there's no new judgments internally and externally, that sort of thing. So I think like that just helped. Um, Yeah. See, and I have the exact same mindset or like when I was there, like I had the exact same mindset. Like it was so easy because no one knew me. And then it was Mm -hmm. almost like the people I didn't vibe with. It's like, okay, I don't care because there's so many more people that were at my college compared to like our high school, you know? So it's like, you'll find your group. It's fine. I'll never even have to cross paths with you where I feel like in high school, it was like the chances of our classes or like at the same lunch period or gym or something like yeah, and you could also just, like, go get lunch or dinner when you wanted. It wasn't, like, this slated time that was assigned yeah. to you. It was, like, oh, let me text my friends. And, like, I had my schedule. And, like, 
Tuesday, Thursdays, I got lunch with these people because our class schedule aligned. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like this is when I did. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like you kind of like had your schedule of who you met with and where and yeah. Yeah. And even then, I – not that I did this a ton. I would only do it if it it was in like really, really off times when there weren't a lot of people at the calf. But I would even eat alone. You know, where it's like I would have never ate alone at high school. I would have been like, everyone is watching me. I clearly have no friends. Like, where in college, sure, I went in off time, so it's not like there was a ton, a ton of people around. But it's like I would feel more comfortable just like being alone if none of my friends were available. Mm -hmm. It's like I didn't feel the need to like, oh, crap, well, now I got to find a friend group to sit with. It's like, eh, it's fine. I don't think I ever really ate alone. Wow, that must be nice, Patricia. (laughs) I feel like I just had, like, it was nice because I don't know if your calf was the same way. There was, like, a table where it was, like, the swimmers just sat here. So it was, like, no matter oh. over, like, the two-hour period that the calf was open for lunch, there was, like, rotating people from the swim team. Like, somebody might be there at 11 because they had a class at noon. But when I got there at 11.45, they were leaving, but new people were coming in. So it was kind of, like, you didn't even have to have a set time. It was, like, this rotating table where, like, you, you know, just, your commonality people were just, like, this was our table. You guys just conquered one table. Facts. Yes. Hardcore. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the crazy thing is, is like, so Chris, I started to become friends with him sophomore year. We didn't start dating till senior year, but by junior year, he knew all of my swim friends that he would like, he would just come to the calf by himself. And if he didn't see a friend, he would just come sit at the swim table. <laughs> Honorary swimmer. <laughs> Honorary swimmer. The guy that couldn't can't swim. Couldn't swim. <laughs> 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 swim. But he came to all the swim meets and, like, cheered people on. So, yeah, I guess it counts. It works. Mm-hmm. Conquered a table. Made it nice. Yeah. And then, like, on the weekends, like, I brunch, like, me and my friends are like, this is our time we go. Yeah. But, I mean, weekends are easier because then – and yeah. honestly, like, it ended up being – because especially if you were like hungover or whatever it's like okay who's awake on the floor who wants to go now yeah our calf didn't open till 11 a.m so it was like all of us were always hungry it was like yo see you at 10 58 in the lobby and like then we'll take all later on yeah um so how circling back how did you manage sorority life swimming school boyfriend a lot yeah it's a lot but at the same time I'm like really trying to think back I feel like in college because okay so the way like our classes worked it depends on the day so Monday Wednesday Friday the classes were shorter compared to Tuesday Thursday the classes were longer which, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of makes sense because it's only two days a week compared to three days a week. So the classes that were longer Tuesday, Thursday, those tended to be like my art classes and they would be like two hours long. So it's like even then I would go to class for only four hours out of the day. Like I would have two classes Tuesday, Thursday, four hours out of the mm-hmm. day. And then I have the rest of the whole day. You know, so it's like I had time and swim practice was always like the exact same time. And that usually contained like lifting and swimming. So I don't even know the length of time practice was, but probably like another two hours. I don't even remember. Did you have doubles? Did you do two two practices a day or just one? Um, Sometimes we did doubles. There were certain days a week that we would do doubles. But mm-hmm. it wasn't 
I'm pretty sure it wasn't every day. I'm like really trying to rack my brain. I'm like, what the heck happened here? <laughs> you blacked it out. Well, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm pretty sure actually like what we had to do, it was a little bit flexible. So if you could go and weightlift in the morning, you could weightlift in the morning and then swimming was only in the afternoon. Or if you wanted to combine it all together, it was weightlifting and swimming, boom, boom, back to back. It's like you just had mm. to do it because some people had later classes that then like they couldn't do lifting later type thing. Or some people had early classes. So it was like a little bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, I just had a lot of time on my hands or so I felt like I had a lot of time because it's like if you only have two hours worth of classes, two hours of swimming, that's six hours of my day allotted for. And then you got a whole lot of other time. So it's like, what else was I going to do? Mm -hmm. I mean, homework and, and studying and, and things that needed to get done. But I feel Sleep. like balancing... Yeah. Um, Sorority life, like, sorority life honestly taught me drive. Like, that's where I really saw my work ethic come to life. I held, like, 13 different positions in that sorority, which is madness. At one time, I think the most I held a semester was four positions. Like, I worked a lot butt off for that please yes but I loved it so much so that in like my free time that's what I was doing like at one one of my positions was website developer and we didn't even have a website at the time like it, it I needed to build it I had so much fun doing that so I like it that was something that like I was just really really passionate about and I also think I was really passionate about photography so it's like I liked pursuing my major it's not like I had a major that I hated mm -hmm. and I think it's easier to make time for those things if you actually love it compared to like if you hate it then you want to spend your time doing other things that you just don't even like or other things that you do like yeah and if you hate your major like this is kind of setting you up for the rest of your career like maybe rethink it a little bit yeah potentially potentially okay so you found like the balance of everything easy because you were passionate about a lot of the things Mm -hmm. Except for swimming. Except for swimming. <laughs> so your junior and senior year, when you cut out swimming, what did you do with that extra free time? Oh, I mean, my sorority was under investigation. So I was having meetings with the school and I was going through the whole investigation process. So that consumed so my that life. filled your time. Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. And Fair also time. that's at the point where like, I feel like things within my major were really ramping up. So it's like you had to create business proposals and even like one of my marketing classes that I had I was actually assigned a real business in the town that I had to go and visit and I had to create this whole entire proposal for them and like run this whole thing so it's like I feel like the projects and stuff became more my senior mm -hmm. year for art I had to create this whole series and then we had um oh my gosh what a juror is that what they're called like people that like actually pick what is it? Like come and like pick what art actually makes it into the like a judge show. Yeah, voting. Like, yeah, I don't. I can't like think of like what that person is called. It, oh, it's like a curator. It's like a museum curator mm -hmm. type thing. So mm -hmm. we had. I mean, this whole entire process. Like your senior year is just. It's a lot of work, but you have to design a body of work and then someone comes in and decides if you make it into the art show. If you don't make it into the senior art show, you don't graduate with an art major, which 
I have never known anyone to like not make it into the art show because all you need is one piece. But like that consumed a lot of my life. Plus mm-hmm. then I I actually didn't have a job on campus my freshman year. My sophomore year is when I got a job and then junior, senior year I was working two jobs. So I think jobs also consumed a little bit more of my life. Mm-hmm. I was just, that was going to be my next question of like, did you also like work while you're on campus and you just answered it? Yeah, I did. But my jobs, mind you, were, I was, um, oh my gosh, what's the photo lab monitor? So the mm-hmm. photography lab. Um, so I could just like do my homework then. So it's like, I kind of got paid to do my homework. I sat there for three hours got paid to do my homework. And then the other one, I actually worked at the art gallery. So I was like the attendant. So most of the time I could do my homework there too, unless someone was in the gallery, then I was supposed to be a little bit more present, but yeah. Hi. So you kept yourself very busy, but all things you like gravitated your time towards your passion and not things that were assigned to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you flourished more as your natural self in high school or in college? Oh my gosh, in college. Because, I mean, I think it's part of the, like, who you surround yourself with type thing. Like, I didn't feel totally comfortable Mm -hmm. just, like, being my natural self in high school. Like, I did around my two friends, like, my my friend and my boyfriend, felt very comfortable Mm -hmm. there. But, like, otherwise, not really. Mm-hmm. Plus a lot more, excuse me, a lot more of your time in high school. Eh, well, but see, okay, because then I was going to say a lot more of your time in high school, like, aren't necessarily classes that you love. Like, you have, like, the full, diverse history, science, whatever. But even with, like, the colleges we went to, we still had to take all those classes. But I tried to bust them all out my first two years. So then my last two years, it's like... I could just pile on the art classes. Yeah. And it's like I was more interested in that than the science classes. Like I took a chemistry of cooking class because I had to take two science classes and I despise science. But you also despise cooking. Like that was a terrible idea. <laughs> well, and 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 chemistry is my worst. Like out of anything. But it's because I took one physics class because that's what I'm good at. And I couldn't take a second physics class. I had to take something different within like the science realm. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, chemistry of cooking is so easy. It's chemistry and it's cooking. Like, what was I thinking? What were you thinking? No, not for you. Like, it, I don't care if it's so easy, just not for you. Terrible idea. Absolutely terrible idea. Also, another terrible idea is I was – I don't even know why, but I was put in like the advanced accounting class. I think it's because I did decent in math in high school. So Mm -hmm. then they were like, oh, you can do this. I barely passed that accounting class. That is when I learned accounting was most definitely not for me. I barely got by. Sorry to hear that. Well, you were also dating an accounting major, right? I mean, at that time we weren't. But because that was my freshman year, that was like first semester. And I was like, this is going to wreck my GPA (laughs) because I'm pretty sure I got like a C plus. And I was like, 
traumatized. Like, well, did you go through high school too with all your teachers being like, nobody in college is this going to be this nice to you? College is going to be so much harder. You can't get away with this in college. Yes. And here's yeah. my thing. Let me know if you feel the same. I think our high school was honestly harder than my college. Facts. 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 Yes. Yes. Like I got to college and I was like – it was like high school scared me straight. Like, you know, the show Scared Straight. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to study so hard. I got better grades in college than I did in high school, which I think like oh, yeah. our high school has a high standard. It's well known for being a good school. And so like that helped. But I was terrified. And then I like was like my first semester, I was like, did I just like work really hard? Am I – did I get smart all of a sudden? Like <laughs> – what's happening <laughs> yeah no my gpa was significantly better in college than it was in high school mm-hmm. and it's not because my work ethic changed um maybe part of it is because like i was doing classes i was more interested in but the the one class i got the worst grades in was that stupid accounting class and i was like i will never i will never go into an advanced class that it's not like in my ma- like what the f was i thinking that was the only class where i was like oh, no, this is hard. Hard. But all the other ones, I was like, people do the bare freaking minimum in college. Like, there were too many people that were just drunk all the time. And I'm like, how are you passing anything? Yet they did. And I was like, this, like, my high school was harder than this. There's also, it's like, some of those people in my school were like criminal justice majors. And I was like, no, we can't have you responsible for this. Like, (laughs) this is just not aligning for me. Um... (laughs) Yeah, there was just, like, certain majors that, like, yeah, could coast kind of like that and were just, like, more into the social side of college. And it was, like, Mm -hmm. I'm still paying to be here. I'm coming out with debt. Like, I'm going to gain something other than, like, a non-functional liver. Well, so did you have a scholarship as well that you had to maintain a certain level of GPA? Yeah, but it was, like, a 3.0. Maybe a 2.5. It was not, like, a... That's what I know I did too, but I think mine was, I think mine was a three, two, five. Um, So then when I got that C plus, I was like terrified because I was like, I can't lose this scholarship. I wasn't even close. Like I was fine, but I was mortified. I don't think mine was that high. But I was, I didn't have as good grades coming out of high school. So I don't think my academic scholarship was as good. Um, I don't know if my grades were better. That's true. I, like, goofed in high school. I, like, just – I hit a rebel phase where I was, like, this is stupid. Yeah. I think I'm thinking about it because you are, like, naturally smarter than I am, but Mm -hmm. you hit your rebel phase, which probably, like, went – Yeah. Getting a 65 in science really wrecked me. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No. Anyways, to flip the tables over to you, kind of, like, the same question – well, how mm-hmm. did – so how did you feel when you first, like, left home? I mean, you really vibed with your, like, first roommate. But, like, was it easy for you to make friends and, like, leave home, start new, start fresh? Uh, I was scared just because, like, it's new, it's fresh, you know no one. Mm-hmm. Um, But I did – my roommate was just, like, very introverted and shy um, but her and I got along really great. Like we ended up like living together all four years, but she didn't swim or anything. So it was kind of nice having that 
just like somebody to also hang out with that like you didn't swim with there was like Mm -hmm. she was an English major like we just did totally different things so sometimes it's nice to have like that opposites um and then my freshman year there was one other girl who was supposed to swim and then she was more interested in the social side of college and so she dropped out of that I think before the season even like started oh my gosh um so it was just me as a freshman. The sophomore female swimmer had like Ooh, quit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. It was just you, like you, you were the only. Yes. At, yes. From in the males and females category, or just female category, no, you were the there was, only. There was two to three males. I was the only oh. female. Oh my! In that gosh. freshman year, and then basically the team was made up of juniors and seniors because the other sophomore had like was transferring out of the school I went to. Everything so. That was intimidating outside looking in. But, like, wow. My, those juniors and seniors that I then, like, swam with, that's who I'm going to see Taylor Swift with. Like, mm-hmm. my best friends came to my bachelorette party. Like, we make multiple trips a year to see each other. Like, my best friends, which is crazy because, like, I spent one year with some of them. Like one year. Yeah. And that's it. And we've made the point to stay in touch. Um, And then two years with some of the other ones. But it was just like the most supportive girl gang who like different majors across the board. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it was like so supportive. I don't know. It was just – it was really healthy for me to see their friendship um, and then obviously be welcomed into it. So – yeah, that's how I, like, made friends. Like, I had, like, my roommate and then my swim friends. The hard part for me was then they were all two years to three years older. So they were graduating and I constantly had to, like, keep making new friends. Mm-hmm. So that was challenging. But I don't think I was ever, like, afraid because at the end of the day, like, I was, like, bouncing back on, like, New people are always coming onto the swim team each year. I had my roommate. And then I really started to get, like, the more I went through college, you had, like, more major classes like you were talking about. I started to get closer to people with my same major. Yeah. And so then I had, like, that group of friends too. So I had, like, swim friends and then my accounting friends, even though you said you hate accounting. I was an accounting major. My swim friends and then my accounting friends and then I had, like, my roommate. So I had, like, I don't know. I had, like, good diversity, I felt like. So – your swim team, would you say that it was almost like so small that you guys didn't really have clicks? Like was like was the whole girl part, at least of the swim team, like friends or were there like almost clicks within it or groups within it? My freshman year, yes. Everybody was friends, like whole yeah. crew. As it grew, it got to be, like, natural clicks. Like, two people would be besties, but then yeah. they would, like, put one person on the outs. And it it just – I don't know. I didn't love it, but it got clickier. Because that's the way I felt when I joined my swim – I mean, I had, like, 12 other girls, like, in the freshman group alone. Like, our swim mm-hmm. team was definitely bigger than yours. But I also think because we were heavy Greek life, the swim team was so split between, like, rivals, sororities, whatever – um, mm-hmm. so it was very much so clicky. Like I didn't have that full, just like everyone's one big family vibe, even though they tried yeah. to preach that. It's like that. that was and not- I actually did an overnight at your school for the swim team. And I mm-hmm. remember like seeing that it was like, oh, we're, I'm in this sorority. So we're going to go do this and this and this and this, but there's other people, but they're in a different sorority. And it was just kind of like one team, but divided. 
you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So then moving on, I will jump to the other question that you asked me. How did you balance? Because were you a double major? That was in my mind. No. So I was an accounting major with a marketing minor, but to sit okay. for your CPA, you need 150 yes. accounting credits, which for most people takes at least a master's program, for so five to six years of schooling. But what my college did was after your freshman year, you could take one additional class a semester so you could overload at no additional cost, and you had to take two summer classes every year. Mm-hmm. To get to your, you'd graduate with 150 credits in four years instead of paying for an additional year or two of schooling. Yeah. So I overloaded classes. I did multiple classes every summer at community colleges. And that's where like I did one of my sciences at a community college. It was biology. It sucked. Whatever. I didn't, a grade doesn't come over. It comes over like pass fail. So it's yes. fine. Um, so I, I overloaded every semester after my freshman year. They let you like get one year under your feet. Um. And then I also lifeguarded, I tutored, and I gave tours of the college. So I technically had like three jobs. And my senior year, I stopped giving tours of the college. I lifeguarded, I tutored, and then I had an internship at a local um, company doing some marketing analytics. So very busy. Mm -hmm. On top of swimming, two to three days a week, we had morning practice and evening practice. And um, similar to you, my freshman year, we had to go do like tests. You had to do like math and written tests to determine like your general classes in the beginning. Yeah. Somehow when I took my math test, they were like, oh, you're going to take calculus and everyone else is going to take everyday lifestyle math. (laughs) So freshman year, Patricia has calculus, which is a five day a week class because three days a week you have class, two days a week you have lab where you're just doing problems. At 8 a.m., Tuesday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. right after the same day I have swim practice. Can I tell you the amount of times I fell asleep doing problems and there was just a line through my paper because I was like waking up like (laughs) terrible. That class, thank God for a curve. And I I was saying like our high school is like college will be hard in this, blah, blah, blah. That class scared me straight as well because it was so hard. My first test I got back, I think I got a 46 and then Mm -hmm. the curve got me up to like an 81 and Mm -hmm. I was like, and they didn't curve in high school. So I was like, what? But I remember getting it back and it was like wrong, wrong, wrong. Basically, I had like started the problem with the correct numbers and that was it. Like it was just like. <laughs> like I started the problem, what? period. <laughs> and then I remember like the third week in, I had like would have – I would come to lab with so many questions for our teacher on the homework and like everything. And the teacher was like, what is your major? Kind of like, I don't know if you're going to make it because most people in that calculus class had to take calc two to continue with like chemistry or physics or engineering, yes. like all of those majors. And I was like accounting. And he was like, why are you in this class? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. It's my first semester. Like you're just assigned your classes. Like you don't pick them your first semester. Dude, I didn't realize that happened to you because the exact same thing happened to me. I was placed in a calculus math class that only people, unless they were, I don't even know what majors, but like math majors or something else. Yes. And I was like, why the F am I here? Thankfully, it wasn't as demanding as your class, but. It was insane. So from that point on, the teacher kind of looked at me and was like, okay, realistically, you just need to pass this class because you need to pass this class. 
I don't know why you're in it. The period to change classes is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I wish I would have known. I was like, I wish I would have known. Like, I don't – because you're a <laughs> freshman. You're not talking about your classes with everyone like that yet. Yeah. Years later, people were like, why did you take that? I'm like, I don't freaking was know. Put in I was just put in it. And most people in there were like in the honors college. Like, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So from that point on, I think the teacher was a little like nicer on my grading. But I – struggled it is the only b i got in college oh it was it is the one class that kept me from having a 4.0 well you know sometimes we need that one class to humble us i guess but dang but i think that class because it was my first semester like scared me so much but got me on such a regimen of like i need to go to the library like I have, like, I study. I do my homework. It yeah. it truly, like, got me to that place where it was, like, then I just continued to have that of, like, I go to the library. Like, I get my studying done. And then I can go back and do other things. But I liked that separation of not just, like, only doing my homework in the dorm mm. and then getting distracted by things. But that was, like, oh, my gosh. Torture. That's so Torture. funny. I was not a library person at all. I would only go if I absolutely had to. I – hated the library i was like i probably closed down the library like it was open till midnight i probably stayed in the library at least three days a week till midnight oh that ain't me that is not my life um so back to the question of like balancing everything because you had three jobs you were a swimmer you took this Mm -hmm. dang calculus class um how did Mm -hmm. you actually balance it all with being in the library at 12 o'clock and then also having a social life and wanting to party and friends I didn't really party that much. So I kind of had this rule for myself. I didn't drink during swim season. So like I would go hang out with my friends if they were going out like fry. Well, they couldn't. Our swim team had a rule like a 48-hour dry rule before swim swim meets. So you couldn't go out Friday nights. So Mm -hmm. like one, I was social still Friday nights with my swim team. And then we had swim meets Saturday morning. And then people who would go out Saturday night, like I would either hang with my roommate who wasn't going out or like hang out with people while they pre-gamed and they would go out and I would go back and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of helped a little bit because I would like get ahead on studying or homework Saturday nights. Call me lame, whatever. I I would drink outside of swim season. Um, so then I was more social then, but then I was getting that time back because I didn't have swim practice. I didn't have swim meets. We weren't traveling. Like it kind of balanced out. Okay. But if I'm thinking about swim season, does that not only give you like two months out of the school year to be drinking? Yeah. Okay. Just making I don't know. I just wasn't like super into drinking then yeah. either. Like, was it fun? Did I like to go out? Yeah, but I would also go out like sober sometimes too. That's not that fun in college. Um, but yeah, I think I just I studied a lot. I was in the library a lot. I remember one point sophomore year, I came home for a break and our mom was like, You have bags under your eyes. And I was like, Okay, got it. Need to sleep more. Um That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I think I was just, like, really driven to, like, get good grades. Um, I really liked to swim, so it was just, like, an overall outlet, and it gave me a lot of structure. Mm -hmm. And to your point, like, I felt like college was a little easier than high school. You weren't in school and class as long. Yeah. So you just personally had to be disciplined. And then by the time I was getting into really more of my major classes, even, like, being in the library for studying, like, it would be, like, five to six of us studying for an accounting test. And it was also, like, social, right? Like – We'd be in the library, we'd get a room, and we'd be, like, going through practice problems, we'd been talking things out. Like, it would be 
maybe that's the nerd in me, but like studying also had a social aspect to it. So you brought up a really good point. The fact that like when you're in high school, I mean, your parents are there to keep you like, did you do your homework? Go to bed. Like you have to be here at this time. Was it easy for you to be disciplined and structured? Like, especially your freshman year when it's just like living on your own, you have to set your own alarm and make it to all your classes. Like, did you find it very easy to be structured? Oh my, oh my gosh. Yes. Like I'm the person who our brother, this is where our brother and I just like, I think our relationship went downhill for a couple of years. (laughs) I would set my alarm. And so we had swim practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday in the mornings before school in high school. Mm -hmm. I would set my alarm. I would get out of bed. My bag for the day, my outfit, everything would already be packed from the night before. I would brush my teeth. I would get my cereal ready to eat in the cab Mm -hmm. after practice. Like I would be ready and our brother would not yet be up. Mm -hmm. And we only lived two and a half minutes from the high school, but it would be like 12 minutes before practice is supposed to start. I'm in my swimsuit. I'm ready to go. He's not out of bed. And that's where I would be like knocking his door like, buddy, get up. Buddy, it's time to go. And he'd be like, and it'd be 5.45. 5.49 in the morning and I would be screaming at him because I didn't want to be late. It was time to go. He's not even out of bed. And he'd be like, we'll be fine. And I just – I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't my style. Like I was just the kid that was very much like I will be where I need to be early. If I'm on time, I'm late. Yep. Uh, and our brother wasn't and we had a lot of disputes about that. So by the time we got to college, it was like I – I was very self-disciplined and like being where I needed to be when and having yeah. my own schedule. I also like love an agenda, calendar, planner sort of thing, like write everything out, know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I remember when um, – well, I mean Christopher and I got in trouble, but you somehow got looped into it and we had to go mm-hmm. to like morning practice downtown Um I was always, like, so stressed that we were going to, like, be late or miss it because then I was like, oh, my gosh, and then we're going to have to swim more. Then we're going to have to do more abs or something. And I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to, like, don't get me in trouble. And Christopher was totally fine walking in 15 seconds before it started. And I'm like, that's not me. You don't have to put your hair in a swim cap. Mm -hmm. You're not a girl. You just don't understand things. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Yep. And then especially if you have like your period or something that morning and it's like, I can't just like yeah. throw on a swimsuit and jump in the water. It's like, I have things I need to think about and like the. Yes. But he was like, no, we're fine. And I would always just be like, we are not fine. The mm-hmm. anxiety, the stress, the arguments we had, just good times, good times. Yeah. I do kind of feel like the fact that we were already so used to like swimming in college and especially like having to be smart with your time because like mm-hmm. we wanted to go to the pasta parties before swim meets and even then like on swim meet nights it's like you didn't have a lot of time for your homework like you had to already have that structure and kind of yeah. discipline to like get your stuff done because you were managing swimming and school that like by the time I got to school I didn't find it hard at all to be like okay here's all the things I have to balance like yeah to me it was like fine like, I didn't – Which is weird because, like, because we had morning practice, I remember in high school, like, I would go to bed by 9, 9.30. Like, I would just be exhausted. Mm-hmm. In college is where I started to stay up later for, like, studying and stuff. But I'm like, when did I do my homework? Because in high school, we had practice right after school. We would get home at maybe 6. 
I felt like a decent amount of nights I was helping mom make dinner, if not making dinner, if she was out working. Mm -hmm. When did I do my homework? Did you have like a study hall or something? Maybe. I do remember the study hall room. Mm -hmm. That's what I always had like a study hall was like one of my periods or something. So then it was like during that hour or 45 Time. minute chunk, it was like, okay, I could do this. But also not every class always gave you homework, you know? Yeah, but a lot of them did. A lot of them did. I had far more also, homework in high school than college. No, I had way more work in college. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so mine was a little bit different, though, because my art classes, I had, like, a lot of work to do. Projects. But that was, like, yeah. yeah, it's just, that's different. There was, like, a class where it's, like, you didn't have homework that was, like, received and graded, but you had problems that were assigned to you to definitely look at. Every day that class started with a quiz. It wasn't a pop quiz because you knew it was starting with a quiz. Yeah. That quiz had five questions. Every question you got wrong was a grade off of your overall score for the year, like for the class. It was very regimented like that. So it was like you did the homework because oh gosh, the quiz you. questions were exactly like the homework. And so yeah. if you didn't understand the homework, you would go to the teacher in advance. So it was like oh homework gosh. was not graded, but without it, you weren't going to do well. So – yeah, I don't think it was as much like homework in high school. You were getting graded. Like it was collected and graded and like given back sort of thing. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Okay. So out of all of your classes that you took in college, what was your least favorite? Or was it calculus? Calculus was probably my least favorite or my like uh, community college bio class. That was terrible. Mm. Yeah, community classes weren't. Honestly, mine weren't that bad, but. Yeah, they just weren't interesting either. Well, yeah, um, because you picked like the classes that was just like, okay, well, I got to get this done for my major, like, or just like yes. to graduate in general, not like for your major. But I think I took like a civil history class. Mm -hmm. Like it was like random. And I did take like one, I could do my intro to marketing class for my marketing minor. Um, and then I don't remember the other one I took, but yeah. Yeah, it was definitely – calculus was hard. But then, like, the class I was talking about with, like, the homework you had to do for the quiz, it was, like, a finance class. And the teacher, you had 100 basically points for the year. Anything you got wrong on a test or one of your daily quizzes was, like, points off of that 100 points. So you would just see your grade go down. So there was, like, a set number of tests throughout the year – the semester with a number of questions because then that's the points you would have. Like, it was – you knew exactly what was to come. It was very formulaic. And he knew, like, that motivated people to study. But then people who weren't doing well in the quizzes and didn't do on the first test, like, they were gone. Because it was like, I'm dropping the class. I'm not yeah. going to pass. I already know it. Yeah. That is traumatizing. I still got an A. Well, look at you. I mean, it was only <laughs> calculus that dropped you from that 4-0. Um <sighs> I had this one class and I, I've been trying to rack my brain on like, what the heck is this um, called? I'm like, what what the heck is this called? But it's basically all just like about like theories and your philosophy. Philosophy. I had this philosophy class. I hated it because I'm like, there's no right answer here. There's no, like, what do you want from me? And I, we, oh my gosh, there were so many different things that we were just like arguing, but it's like, Okay, the speed limit is 55. What is actually the appropriate speed to go? 
And it's like, well, then why is it called the speed limit? And like, we had to write this whole entire freaking essay. And I'm like, there's no answer here. It's and just I don't like, care. you just have to share these random ass thoughts. And I was like, this is the dumbest class I've ever been to. Like, I really hated that class because I was like, I'm I'm not learning anything here. Like, I just yeah. get to randomly write about some, like, my thoughts on the speed limit yeah my philosophy class was more like let me teach you these theories and then like let's apply them and so the test would be like here's my question and then you just get the blank blue book but then I had known from that teacher like people had given the advice of like if you fill up more than one blue book the teacher's less likely to read your response so I would just be like let me write as much as I can (laughs) (laughs) you're like just skim this Um, please just make sure you're referencing the theories correctly and then that's that but then that teacher had also gotten caught for a scandal my senior year so scandy philosophy not the best not the best wow Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Well, in his times. getaway car. In his getaway car. Probably meeting a student at the hotel bar. <laughs> okay. Anywho, um, anything else, Catherine, or should, do you want to just talk about what you're grateful for? Yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up, although I feel like we could talk forever about all the things, all the things college. Yeah. Um, okay. What am I grateful for today? I always get here and then I'm like, what has happened in this day to be grateful for? I am grateful for the amount of work I was able to get done today. Um, I am grateful that I stood up for myself in one of the emails that I had to send today. You know, it's always nice standing up for yourself. Um, oh my God, I worked on the couch today. I've been like really good at actually not working at the couch and today I just like really felt like it. And I got to cuddle with the girls all day and work. And it was so nice. Love the cuddles. And yeah, I guess I'm really just grateful for work today. Clearly, that's where I spent all of my time. It's fine. Nice. What you grateful for? I'm grateful that you were willing to start 15 minutes later today so I could work out. Of course. Um, I'm grateful for the walk I got with Atticus today. Um, ooh, I'm grateful. We had a classic, classic dinner tonight. Grilled sausage and mac and cheese. <sighs> the greatest. Best. So grateful for just that, you know, classic. Mm. Classic. Yeah, that's me. All mm. right, self-care. What are you thinking? So like, I've kind of like predetermined this self-care. Um. I have not had a weekend to myself in five weekends. What does that mean? Like I was with Cameron. I was with dad. I was traveling. I was with our stepmom. Like I have not had just a weekend to myself to do nothing or to do whatever the heck I want. So this weekend is my weekend where I am blocking it off. No one can get on my calendar. Cameron almost tried to, and then she knew. Um, so that's my self-care is just blocking off a weekend to myself to do whatever I want to do, just me and my puppos. Nice. Yes. Nice. So it's just kind of like continuing to stand up for myself. It's like, no one jump on my weekend. It's my weekend. Yeah, that got aggressive. <laughs> okay. 
I won't call. I won't text. I will send no Taylor videos. Got it. No. Well, I mean, you're going to be so busy at the con- or If you're sending me videos, I'm going to be like, girl, pay attention, no. please. Thank you. Right. I'm not one of those people that like is on their phone at a concert. So. Well, I will be. say, because usually when people post like their like concert content, I'm like, it's so loud. You're screaming. Mm-hmm. This is obnoxious. I don't want to see it. Shannon's coverage was the best coverage I have seen. I was like, you crushed this. The quality is good. Like, it was it was good. I felt like it was there. It was a great time. I so, fully anticipate not having a voice on Monday, so. Well, I mean, if you're screaming for three hours, rightfully so. Have to be. Have to be. You're going to show up for our next yeah. podcast episode like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. So wouldn't, be the, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. So it won't be the hour episode of me rambling next week. Yeah. Although we need a Taylor Swift recap. Come on. After this, are you kidding? For sure. What what's gonna be your self care other than attending Taylor Swift? I was gonna say not to work on the plane to Taylor Swift, but I don't know mm-hmm. that I can commit to that yet because I there's just like who knows what's gonna happen the rest of the week. Um, what about at least like the plane ride back or something? You know, at least one of the directions. Hmm. I don't know because I'm flying back Monday, which is work day, so I might oh. be trying to just like stay a little like pulse of things. Um, oh, actually, I have a great one. A great, great, great one. This is going to take a little more than 30 seconds normally it takes to describe. Okay. okay. So remember how like two years ago I was shipped a very nice bottle of champagne for a significant work win? Yes. I still have not drank that bottle of champagne. Stop. I know. I was pregnant, breastfeeding, all of these things. And – I feel like I have just been putting off this bottle of champagne because I'm like, ah, there's nothing really to celebrate now. Like, mm-hmm. meh, meh, meh. Well, today I was eating lunch and I was watching Atticus roll in the grass and it was just making me so happy. And I was like, why am I not celebrating my wins? Why am I not celebrating all of the goals I've setting, like surpassing those? Like, why am I not drinking this bottle of champagne? Mm-hmm. So... It is going into the fridge. I told Chris, I was like, we are drinking this Friday night. Like, before I leave for Taylor, we are just going to – we're going out to dinner, like a little pre-Mother's Day dinner with the babe. And then we're going to come home and we're going to have this bottle of champagne. We're going to put music. We're going to dance. We're just going to enjoy because I'm tired of, like, putting off, like, something bigger is going to come. Like, what am I waiting for? I mean, that can be a whole podcast episode because I'm the exact same way. I just, like, don't, like, celebrate. I suck at it. I, like, have to force myself to. But, wow, I'm so proud of you and I'm also so incredibly excited for you. I – In you. my head, I'm, like, I just picture you with a reel of, like, shaking a bottle of champagne and it going everywhere. But that's not this bottle. Thank you very much. That's not this bottle. Um, unless you want to put water in it afterwards type thing and then <laughs> – Maybe. I will. Okay, I I'll I'll do some filming for a reel now that you've brought this idea to the social media manager's attention, um, and potentially maybe I'll I'll film it after it's empty, a little shaky shake. Um, yeah. So that's my self care is to drink this damn bottle of champagne and celebrate myself and my wins wow. and my success. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, that took like three minutes to elaborate why I was doing my self-care. I mean, mine did too. I was like, for the last five weekends. True. True, 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 true. Anyway, 
Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great Monday. It probably won't be as great as my upcoming Monday because I'll be coming back from Taylor Swift. But nonetheless, I hope you have a great one. We'll see you next week. We're all probably be talking about Taylor Swift. So if you don't like Taylor Swift, still listen because you love us. Um, if- but if they don't want spoilers, maybe maybe dodge. True. I'll try to keep my spoilers at a minimum or we'll like disclose where spoilers are in our in our notes. TBD. Um, but yeah, if you miss us, you know where to find us, Uncomfortable Pants Podcast Instagram. Like, comment, subscribe, give us that star rating wherever you are, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.